exclusive podcast from Impact 89 FM. WDBM East Lansing. Welcome to the Spartan Sports Wrap on Impact Exposure. In the next hour, we'll guide you through Spartan Sports, your favorite Detroit teams, and beyond. Call in with your thoughts at 517-432-3893. And now, let's kick off another hour of Sports Talk. Welcome into the basement. This is the Spartan Sports Wrap. This is Impact 89 FM. If you're studying hard for those finals, keep on studying. The week is coming to an abrupt halt. It's Monday. Most of you hopefully will be done before Friday, but hey, I was done Friday, as in three days ago. So I, I'm i just thrilled. I have no pressure on my mind. I'm I'm a happy man. So I hope, I hope you can say the same for yourself. We're in here in the basement. We have an injury in the studio. Uh, Br- Brigitte is out of commission. She has a, an accounting exam at 8 p.m. So obviously Brigitte could not make it in tonight. But just as the Spartans are riddled with injuries on the basketball court, it provides opportunity for a young man to step up. Very much so. Rookie, tonight is your night to step up in the absence of Brigitte. So enjoy the mic time that you will be receiving tonight because it is few and far between <laughs> That it will happen. No. Rook, how are you doing, man? Your first college exams, how are they going? They're going pretty well. I um, have a little, my little stuff to my step, a little, little extra oomph. I don't know how you say it. A little extra oomph, he says. And as always, my man from day one, Dewan Simmons. That's D-E capital J, Dewan Simmons. <laughs> how you, you doing? Go, there you go. You, you had an exam at what time this morning? Man, I had an exam at 7.45 this morning. I didn't get in the bed till probably 2.30. Got up about three, so I was running on on fumes to say the least to get that done this morning. So I'm trying to regroup, get my get my head back on my shoulders right now. All of you out there on that final exam grind, we wish you the best here from the sports wrap. This is our last show until after the holiday season. We will be back a week after Christmas, so stay tuned after Christmas and you'll you'll get a wrap up. I'm going down to Dallas, Texas tomorrow morning to to spend some time and visit some friends. I'll give you an update from the Dallas Mavericks, former Spartan Maurice Ager. Let you know how things are going down there. But our number, as always, 517-432-3893. I'm working on getting an email up just in case you're a little shy and you don't want to call in and talk. You can drop me an email, but we'll, ha- we'll probably have that up after after the holiday break. But Dewan in the house and the Rook, here to answer all your questions on primarily Michigan State sports Special guest coming in the studio later this hour. You do not want to miss. He's been flying all over the court and been playing exceptionally well. Marquise Gray will join us in studio later this hour. You don't want to miss that. Last week, we had Edong Ebok in studio, along with Drew Knights on the phone. So we're trying to get you as much MSU talent as we can on the air to uh, give you guys from the horse's mouth, you could say, um, the news and, and synopsis of Spartan Sports, but I want to kick it off with a little bit of our old friend John L. Smith making headlines in our top story tonight. Idaho coach Dennis Erickson, he was there for a year, resigns to take the head coaching position at Arizona State. The significance behind this move is that this is the former home of John L. Smith. Right. Idaho Athletic Director Rob Spear said Smith, who uh, was obviously recently fired from this institution, is on the list of possible replacements. And um, it seems that John L. does actually want to coach next year, so I would not be surprised if 
if Smith falls in this position. Uh, he's a native of Idaho Falls. Uh, when he coached at the Vandals over there, he was 53-21 and 21 in years 89-94. to 94. And uh, his brother coaches in Idaho, a high school. So obviously, John L. will know the recruiting trail throughout that state. Not the Big Ten Conference, but... I wouldn't mind to see John L. coaching again. He's a great person. Obviously, couldn't get it done here at Michigan State. But your thoughts on that one? Well, it's interesting. I see it as a good move for him. It gets him back into coaching at, at a lower level and at an institution that he's comfortable at. He he started there, so I don't see why he wouldn't want to go back. He's from there, so he has family ties. It gives him a chance to, you know, get the pressure off of him from coming from the Big Ten, from Michigan State University, and take the program that was on the uprise and continue to move it forward. Rook, you know what? You're in the house. Brigitte's absent tonight. I'm, I'm going to give you a little little air time to talk tonight. So what are your thoughts? John L. Smith making a return to coaching this year. Do you think it would be too soon? Or do you think John L. is going to take a year or two off? I think it's a good thing for John L. He likes coaching. He likes, He's from Idaho. He should stay with his profession of coaching. So do you think he could have success uh, on the coaching trail again? Yeah. He was a good coach before Michigan State. It just didn't work out here. Some places it just doesn't work out. So un- unfortunately it didn't work out here, but Idaho coach Dennis Erickson resigns to coach at Arizona State. Obviously a better conference, a better school. He does not need the money. Dennis Erickson, the head coach at I- former head coach at Idaho, does not need the money. He's coaching the NFL. Right. He's-, he's coached all over the place. National champions, I think at Miami where he coached. But nonetheless... John L. Smith could be on the sidelines very soon. So he is definitely a candidate. He knows the state. So keep your eyes open on that. And John L. Smith could be a head coach before you know it. Numbers 517-432-3893 if you'd like to give us a call. Got any questions on your mind out there? If you're not busy with your nose in the book studying for final exams this week, 517-432-3893. The number three is the number of guards that we have on the Michigan State basketball team that are able to play. Another injury hits the Spartans, if you didn't know. Mojo Maurice Joseph, stress fracture in the foot. He's going to be out three to four weeks minimum, says Coach Izzo today at his press conference. And Raymar Morgan is still out for two to four weeks. So now with a week gone past, it looks like Raymar Morgan's out now two to three weeks but definitely kills the depth on already shallow perimeter going into the season. Juan, is this really going to hurt us in the long run, or is the opportunity that arises for freshmen such as Isaiah Dalman and talented players like Demarcus Ducre to step up and get experience, is that going to overshadow the downfall of injury? Actually... In my opinion, this is this is a good move for the for the overall team. It, of course, you never want to see anyone hurt or anyone down like that. But at the same time, this gives those guys who are going to need to play those five to ten critical minutes come the end of the season. They're going to be ready. They're going to be seasoned. They're going to be used to game speed. They're going to be used to the environment. They're going to be used to the arena, and they're going to be ready to go. So. This, I think, helps, especially like Dalman, who comes off because he's getting his confidence. He made, a, he made a couple good plays these last couple games, hit a couple jumpers, so he's building his confidence with that. So the more court time they could get by any means, it, it helps them, and it overall will help the team. 
Well, obviously, Mojo out three to four weeks. Raymar Morgan's still out. That's going to hurt his, his bid for Big Ten Freshman of the Year, although Greg Oden is stating his case early and often in the few games he's played already. But we've got a stress, stress fracture. Let's talk about stress fractures for a minute. That seems to plague our program here at Michigan State. A lot of people are throwing ludicrous things out there like something's wrong with the shoes they're wearing, something's wrong with the court, they're taping them wrong, something's got to be wrong with all these stress fractures that is that are really hurting this program. But when you, when you really think about it, let's analyze these two players that have a stress fracture right now, Raymar Morgan, Maurice Joseph. Maurice Joseph, how much he saw garbage time last season. Garbage time. Last five minutes of the game. In a couple exhibition games, he got a little extended tick. But nonetheless, these guys are getting extended minutes. They're playing in practice more than they did last year. And what's that going to do to muscles? It's going to wear muscles down, stress them out. And what's that going to do? Break them down and lead to what? Pressure on the bone, right? So that's going to lead to a stress fracture. It's simple. And then people ask, you know, has it got to be something with the shoes? These cheap Nike shoes. You know what? Basketball players here at Michigan State have their feet formed in orthopedic insoles. So I don't think it's going to be the shoes. And obviously they're going to get a high quality of shoe because Coach Izzo is going to stand for none less. Right. Your, your thoughts on this, Juan? Well, it's just ironic to me that they would, you know, try to link those stress fractures together and say that, you know, it's a blame for those. It just comes from the players being overworked. A lot of them came off a hard summer. I know Mojo was out traveling, playing in different different leagues in different countries this summer, getting experience and coming back. And that wear and tear on your body starts to catch up with you. It probably just comes from inadequate rest and playing extended minutes, like you said earlier. So... For people to, to try to point fingers at why you know the players here are getting stress fractures, it's just a part. Of, it's just a part of the thing. Everybody gets them. If you're a, if you're a serious athlete, you're going to get a stress fracture every now and then, or a shin split, or something along those lines. It's just from wear and tear on your body. So they could probably take this time now to sit back, rest, relax, so they'll be ready for the Big Ten conference. You know when it gets going. And he, we here at the Sports Rep are ready to take your phone calls. My man Kevin, the engineer, is in the studio. He must have been studying hard for finals. He came a little late today, but hey, we're not going to count it against him. The number is 517-432-3893. How about that beautiful day we had today, Juan? Amidst the flurry of the library and studying and dropping books off to sell them for minimal price <laughs> at, at, the, at, the, at, the, at the college, whatever. Can't really say the name of that right. place on air, but nonetheless, selling your books back at thirty percent off the regular price really hurts. You know that hurts your pride. It gets out on yours. But I was thinking about this today, Juan. A little off topic. What is worse, having to go through the pain of selling your books back, or walking out to your car and finding one of those beautiful white presents stuck in the windshield? Oh boy, I'm gonna have to go with the with one of those presents in your windshield is worse. Nothing, nothing really gets your day down when you walk out and see that fresh, shiny, crispy ticket sitting right in your windshield with your license plate and name all over it. You know, my bike doesn't really have that problem, guys. <laughs> oh wow, he came in with a, with a smooth joke, but but nonetheless, uh, little little topic. Um, back on topic here in the Spartan Sports Wrap, but uh, if there's a little buzz coming through the air tonight, we are sorry, but uh, we're going to try to take care of that tonight. Turn off our cell phones in the studio. There we go, gentlemen, if you could please. We want our listeners to get the best quality that they can get here from the Impact. little technical difficulty, but we work through it. Every news organization, well, the rookie holds up his cell phone to me, 
to prove that it's off. You are just earning brownie I, I points. Think he had it off brownie time, points left so I, and right. I think he's ahead of the curve for he, this one. He's just <laughs> waiting in the winds to just steal my job. There, from me. That's, it, there it is. He's infiltrating in here. He's just he's a spy trying to trying to take my job from me. But nonetheless, the rooks in the house tonight. Wands to my right as always. Brigitte is out of commission, but she'll be back after the break. I'm sure because. She is just studying hard for that accounting final she has here in 45 minutes at 8 p.m. So best of luck to Brigitte. Hey, and if you're listening to us, wherever you're listening, we appreciate it. This is the Spartan Sports Wrap. We're on every Monday night from 7 to 8 p.m. If you missed a show you want to check us out, the website's www.impact89.com. FM.com, pardon me. You can check out our archives, download us, podcast us, whatever. Uh, my website, too, I write little articles, little blog. Hey, every sportscaster has one. It's www.sportshort.blogspot.com. But Kevin's in the house. He's behind the glass. The phones are open, 517-432-3893. You know, if we get a phone call, that at least tells me one person is listening <laughs> out there, you know. Gives me a little reassurance. But we're talking a little MSU basketball. We're going to have Dave Dye of the Detroit News on he, on the show here in a few minutes. Our engineer Kev's going to give him a ring and see what Dave Dye has to say about this situation we have with stress fractures on the basketball court and what this means for the team and how Tom Izzo's doing coaching this doing this job of coaching, which I think is one of his best jobs yet of taking a above-average team and I think making them very good thus far. I mean, we've played some mediocre opponents, but as has everyone else. Right. And when you look at uh, the cumulative stats for the year, we are the best defensive team in the Big Ten. And Michigan's down the road in Ann Arbor playing high school varsity teams in their pre in their preseason. But nonetheless, your thoughts on our defense? Well, our defense has been tremendous, holding to the opponents to the low 50s per game. Our rebounding is is tremendous. We're holding opponents to 52.7 points a game. We're out rebounding our opponents by more than 11.8 rebounding margin. Uh, no other team in the Big Ten has a double-digit rebound margin. Uh, your thoughts on this? Is this coach Izzo reinstilling the philosophy of defense and rebounding, or do you think it's the players actually stepping up and performing like they they can and what they were thought to be when they were first recruited? I'm going to say both. I believe the players are stepping up, and of course it's Izzo. You know, anybody who's seen an Izzo coach basketball team know it starts with defense and it leads to rebounding. Those are the two main things that he stressed, and those are what he believes are the keys to win games. If you control the glass and get the teams with one shot out, you give yourself a better shot to win. So, I mean, it's kind of common sense. The more shots they take at the basket, the more chance they have of making it. So it's important that everybody boxes out, and I've seen the way he's he's been coaching the games. He realizes that they have a, a little weakness down low this year since they're missing Davis, you know, down low helping out. So he's sitting the guards in the crash rebounds a little bit more. I see Drew creeping inside that three-point line, trying to catch some of those long rebounds a little bit more. So it's definitely a total team effort that he's using it to get the job done. Hey, we're going to get the job done, but before we do that, we're going to take a quick break. But if you want to give us a call after the break, it's 432-3893 if you're in East Lansing. 517 the area code. Dave Dye, the Detroit News, will be joining us after the break. Later this hour, Marquise Gray, the men's basketball team, will be in studio. This is the Spartan Sports Wrap. Stay with us and study hard. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9 The Impact. At the football game, Jim shows the telltale signs of being wasted. He starts flexing for the camera. He refers to his muscles as gunboats. He screams, how's this for a halftime show? Jim streaks the field. 
It's easy to tell if you've had way too many to drive. But what if you've had just one too many to drive? Never underestimate just a few. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, the Ad Council, and this station. For more variety than you'll hear on any other station, listen to the Impact Primetime, where you can find a different specialty show every night of the week. Sunday nights, check out Sit or Spin from 8 to 10 p.m., where you can voice your opinion on what new music we play here on the Impact. Only on Impact Primetime. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9, The Impact. Phone lines are open at 432-3893. And now, back to Exposure. Hey, welcome back to Exposure. That's the name of the program. This is a Spartan Sports Wrap. This is the show, Monday nights, 7 to 8 p.m. It's only an hour, but it's probably one of the best hours in sports talk you can find in the East Lansing area if you're looking for Spartan Sports we are found online at www.impact89fm.com. Check out some of our old shows. Download Dan and Dewan to the iPod. Give us a listen over Christmas break. See what you think. If you want to give us a call, got any questions on your mind, any sport, we're down to talk. 517-432-3893. We're just busy in here discussing the job that Tom Izzo has done with his basketball team above and beyond many of our expectations thus far this season. You have to be thrilled with the way our defense is playing. And the points, they're coming. They're, Drew Neitzel's putting up 20 a game. Had, to, what, 22 against BYU. A solid BYU team at the yeah, Palace BYU of Auburn very Hills. Solid. But on the topic of, of Auburn Hills and the Palace and the Spartan Clash, I'm talking to some a few people in the industry. You know, I won't say any names, but you know, talking to a few people in the industry. Uh, people are wanting to see a bigger name at that venue, a bigger team. I know we started out, what, a couple years back with Oklahoma. We've had Stanford at the Palace, uh, Wichita State last year. Now we have BYU. It seems diminishingly weaker teams. The teams are diminishing as the years of the Spartan Clash go on. Do you think the people of greater Detroit, even though the Palace is in Auburn Hills, I mean, people get that so confused. Detroit right. Pistons, Auburn Hills, whatever. Do you think the people that, the alumni out in there, I think that's one of the main reasons they have it out there is the alumni draw in that area. Uh, do you think they deserve a, a better challenge than a, a BYU? And obviously there weren't that many tickets sold, but it was still a good showing for the guys. Well, not so much for the fans' sake, but for the players' sake in preparation for the NCAA tournament. I think as a coach, you have to when you set your schedule for for those off conference you know games that you can schedule. I think you have to be honest and fair with yourself, meaning you reflect that upon your own team and assess their talent level and their skill level, and match them up with a game that will test their limits to some extent. Like you don't necessarily want to take a team that coming into the year you were kind of uncertain about how they were going to stand, how they were going to bounce back who was going to step up and who wasn't and put them out there against, you know, the Dukes, the Floridas, the whatever, and get their confidence broken at an early point in the season. The the key part to the beginning of the season is to pad those, to pad that, that record, to, to get that confidence up, to come in there with 10, 12 wins before you start conference play and et cetera. Well, if you're familiar with the Detroit area and you read such things as the Detroit News, you'll be familiar with our next guest, Dave Dye on the Sports Rep. How you doing, Dave? Very good. How you doing? Hey, first off, I want to thank you for your time. I know it's valuable. You've been running around all day. Probably got to turn in stories on deadline and meetings. So thanks for joining us on the Spartan Sports Wrap tonight, Dave. You're welcome. 
welcome. Hey, a quick question. Mich- did we, I, I hate to bring it up, but John L. Smith, do you think he's got a shot at that Idaho job? That would make some sense. Um, it would make a lot of sense, really, um, because he definitely has a lot of ties back there. And uh, it, it seems like maybe that would be a good fit for him, and he'd be going back home. And um, so, in a lot of ways, I can definitely see that happening. But that—that—that's not with you know any knowledge from him or anything like that. But just me, me reading it from afar, um, I, I could definitely see something like that happening. The situation of Michigan State basketball. We we're talking about this a little bit earlier. Do you think this situation? With the injuries, is, it, is this going to hurt us more that the players are injured, or, or is the benefit of getting the younger guys' experience going to outweigh that detriment? Well, you know, I think it will help that, uh, you know, Dahlman's going to get some more, but some of the other guys that might get some playing time probably aren't going to figure into it later on, some walk-ons or whatever, if they get some time now. So I think uh, this really hurts them down the road possibly more than uh, – then we'll help them, even though, I do, like I said, I do think it will help Dahlman get in some extra time. Um, but uh, he, he was already going to get some and probably was going to start earning a little bit more as, as we go along. Um, I, I think that, uh, you know, losing Morgan and Joseph right now, um, they, they're at a point where they really need development time. And uh, losing this uh, for, you know, a good maybe a month or so, they're, you know, they're going to end up losing both of those guys for possibly – um, in the end, and uh, I think that's something that for for a, a freshman and a sophomore who played very little last year, really he's sort of a freshman too. Um, and Joseph, uh, I, I think that that's something that that's going to hurt them and, and possibly hurt the team uh, as we go on here. Dave Dye, the Detroit News, joining us tonight on the Spartan Sports Rep. Dave, with these stress fractures that are popping up in this lineup and hurting our hurting our players and our depth. Do you think it's people are really reading into this too far and it's just simply players playing too much and going too hard and it's just too much on the body and the and the leg gives out or the foot gives out? Yeah, it's hard to, to know for certain on something like that. I mean, we're not doctors and uh, we're not at, uh, at practice every day. Um, I, you know, the, one of the symptoms, uh, uh, common symptoms with um, stress uh, reaction injury, stress fractures is overuse. And, uh, you know, t- one thing that Tom um, talked about today was that, you know, these guys do play so much even in high school um, and uh, year-round nowadays that uh, uh, I'm, I'm sure some of that has an effect. And uh, let's face it, they, they, they practice hard at, at Michigan State That's as hard fact. as anywhere. And, uh so it's a, it's a juggling act, I guess, that you, you kind of have to do if, if you're a coach. Now, he said today that, you know, he kind of suggested they had taken some precautions along the way where if they had some of their, their hard practices, two, three in a row, that they, that they were taking a day off. Um, I mean, we got to take him at his word on, on that because we're not there every day to uh, monitor something like that. But... Uh, uh, I, I think it's a difficult thing to judge and to know why some of these injuries are, are coming up. But uh, it is unusual that Michigan State has, has had so many of them. And some people say maybe shoes, um, is it floor, you know, is it overuse, um, uh, you know, over being overworked or whatever. I, I think it's a, t- a tough thing to, 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 have, to make an accurate statement on. I think you can have your opinions, but I think it's a tough thing to really know. Dave Dye, the Detroit News, joining us. His articles can be read online, detnews.com, or they're obviously in circulation around the Detroit area and in Lansing. Dave Dye is a Michigan State beat writer. 
So, Dave, obviously our defense ranks atop the Big Ten. How much of this significant defense is going to transfer into Big Ten play? Do you think it's somewhat flukish, or do you really think this is a squad that locks up and shuts people down? Well, I don't think we know 100% yet, but I don't think it's a fluke by any means because uh, you know I, I think that they dedicated themselves during the offseason that they were going to have to – they weren't going to have uh, – some of the scores that they had last year and some of the guys that were going to compete for minutes that if they were going to win, they knew that uh, they were going to have to do more uh, defensively and in, and in other areas rebounding and, and get back to some of the staples of the program. So um, I don't think it's a fluke how much uh, it carries over. I, I, you know, I, I don't think that they'll necessarily shut down some of the, the top teams um, that maybe they'll, that they'll face when they, when they get against some top teams. Um, but uh, I think they have a very good defensive team, and they're you know the, the element that's new this year is the block shot, and Michigan State teams have not really had that that uh, um, that element uh, in recent years, uh, really throughout uh, the Izzo era, and uh, I, I think that's helped this defensive team. It's kind of helped set a tone early in games. If Ebot gets a block, um, kind of throw something in the back of the the opponent's mind that that's there and that's something they're going to have to deal with, and I think that continues to help them. Um, so I think their defense is very good right now, um, and uh, but I don't think we know 100% yet. I'm not ready to just say that, this. yeah, this is without a doubt a great defensive team um, because I think we've got to see them against some, some more consistently good uh, competition, but it's definitely uh, it's uh, very good right now. Absolutely. Dave Dye, the Detroit News, joining us. Hey, let's take a walk down memory lane, Dave. you Came to Michigan State, attended this university. You were a writer for the state news. We'll just say back in the day. Dave, <laughs> we, we won't give out your age, but what, what was the biggest story you covered while you, while you were a student here at Michigan State, do you think? Well, yeah, definitely. Muddy Waters uh, getting fired. Um, I, uh, I remember that well because uh, he, had, uh, he had said that uh, this was about a week or so to go in the season. And uh, they had lost, uh, I think it was to Purdue, and it was clear that he was going to get fired because they were on a big losing streak. And so he kind of, um, during the post-game news conference, uh, made it sound implied that he knew he was going to get fired. So, well, we didn't have a paper the next day being the state news. So I called him on Sunday to try to follow up on this to get something fresh for, the Monday, for our Monday paper. And his tone had totally changed, and he was talking about, you know, he was really positive about things, and, and he said, I'm going to turn this program around or I'll jump off Beaumont Tower. And uh, so I led my column on the Monday with that quote, I'm going to turn this program around or I'll jump off Beaumont Tower. And my first line was, look out below. Um, <laughs> so, and Muddy, the next time you saw me, he gave you a big hug. So I guess he's a forgiving guy. He was kind of a grandfather to everybody, but... Uh, um, I guess that was probably one of the, the bigger stories while, while I was there. And actually, we had the story. We were breaking the story. And to get confirmation, um, to, to try to do it the right way, um, to, to call the athletic director at Michigan State. And then all of a sudden, after we called them, uh, it were, they, they ended up releasing the information. But we were actually breaking that story because Muddy uh, had told me that day, um, that uh, that had confirmed that he had gotten fired earlier in the day. It was on a Sunday. Hey, Dave, it's your first time on the show, but we thank you very much for joining us here on the Spartan Sports Rep. Dave Dye, the Detroit News. Hey, Dave, hopefully we can make it a regular appearance if you've got the time. Sounds good. 
Give that was, me a call. Hey, thanks a lot. Dave Dye of the Detroit News joined us just then. That was a uh, Michigan State beat writer. His columns appear daily in the Detroit News. Uh, you can check that out online or in, in print if you choose. But we're going to choose to take a break right now. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little more Michigan State basketball. We've got some news. Former Pistons' son joins the Spartans. We'll talk about Dion Curry and his role with the Michigan State Spartans. Coming up next, stay with us. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9 The Impact. For some high school students, school can be a dangerous place. A lot of gamers look at you as a gang member, too. For some, just being in school can be a struggle. I wouldn't go to school. I didn't care about what my mom said. My mom would tell me, like, what are you doing for yourself? You're not doing nothing. But despite all the obstacles, inside every high school student, is a graduate. People look down on you if you don't have a diploma. I want to graduate because they say I won't. Go to BoostUp.org and find out how you can help a friend, a son, a daughter finish high school. BoostUp.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. For more variety than you'll hear on any other station, listen to the Impact Primetime, Primetime. where you can find a different specialty show every night of the week. Tuesday nights from 8 until midnight, the Impact's Progressive Torch and Twang brings you the best in alternative country and grassroots music. Only Impact Prime Time. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9, The Impact. Phone lines are open at 432-3893. And now, back to Exposure. Hey, welcome back to Exposure on 88.9 FM Lansing. If you're tuned in via the internet, we really appreciate you guys listening to us on this finals week edition of the Sports Wrap. We'll be out of commission for a couple weeks, but we'll be back after the Christmas holiday. Recharged and ready to go. I don't know if Juan's going to be recharged the way his eyes are low and, and watering. Uh, been up since what time this morning, Juan? I got up about 3.30 this morning. So Studying pack, packaging major. Pe- people are always like, what? What is a packaging? What does a packaging major do? Can, explain to us a little bit, Juan. What, what exactly do you, what's a final exam to you like? Build a box or put some styrofoam <laughs> peanuts in it or what? It's, I know it's I know it's tremendously more articulate and in depth than that, but it, shed some light on on what you do and why you are so extremely beat up tonight. All right, well let's see. Today I had to go through a quick little plastic uh, packaging final, which is basically we we through the course of the semester went through a over an overview of all the major plastics involved in packaging. So not to go overkill, but it's somewhere in the neighborhood about 50, and we had to go through about 25 or 30 different processes of how those 50 plastics are made and what they're used for, examples, etc. So you have to know the characteristics of each and blah, blah, blah. So not to go overkill, but it takes a lot to commit all that to memory and, and get everything going and try to get in your head, the idea of how all the machines and operations and all that stuff go through. Hey, we're just sh- shedding a little light on our personal lives here on the sports rap. You know, we're not trying to stray away from right. from our main focus here of sports and in the world that is Spartan Nation. But uh, Dewan Simmons works hard out here. Hey, I was done Friday, but you know, journalism majors, you know, we're living the dream. Yeah, out that's here. the dream. Hand, hand in a couple papers. Uh, had a couple early exams. I can't argue with that. A flight leaves tomorrow for Dallas, Texas. I'll be out of commission for two weeks, but we will be back after Christmas. If you're really having withdrawals, uh, download our shows, our previous shows online at www.impact89fm.com. 
Kevin's behind the glass, the Rook's in the studio, and it's Dan and Dewan on Sports Tonight. How about this amount of minutes that Drew Neitzel and Travis Walton are playing now? They're obviously playing upwards of 33, 34 minutes a game. Uh, with the recent injuries, we're looking at 39, 40 minutes a game. These guys <laughs> may get one minute of blow here or there. But is this really going to take their toll on on these veterans? Uh, I'll, I'll say veterans. Drew Neitzel, obviously a veteran. I think Travis Walton is really molding himself into a veteran of this team. Definitely a leader. Is this really going to hurt them? And just, does Tom, Coach Tom Izzo, does he need to, to reach down that bench a little bit and just give some of those guys some, some burn, some playing time, just to, to keep those starters' legs rested so we don't have to fear injury like stress fracture? Definitely, definitely. Izzo, he knows this, he understands that, and he's definitely trying to come up with a plan now. He's definitely in the process of looking for subs by the by the boatload so anybody out there who who thinks they have a shot you know lace the shoes up tight you just might find yourself on the court but Naito he's going to be a little fatigued just to the fact that he's carrying the brunt of the scoring load and you you add that to the amount of minutes that he's playing that's a lot on his shoulders Travis of course he's not used to playing this many minutes he he hasn't you know came anything close to that the previous year so He's definitely going to have to readjust, but both these guys are young. You know, they're in peak physical conditioning, so they should be all right. But come February, you probably start seeing signs signs of, of fatigue. But hopefully by then, the players like Mojo and Morgan, who are out right now, can come back and, you know, shift some of that brunt onto their shoulders. But when you look at the distribution of minutes on this team, we've got Edong Ebok playing, what, 10 to 15 minutes a game. Uh, Marquise Gray playing low 20s. You add 10 minutes onto those guys' repertoires of playing time, and you know they're sitting about above average playing time, and it's going to give them more experience. I think in the long run, injuries, you never want injuries, but I think it's really going to be a benefit to this team down the road. Like I said, we have such a tremendous recruiting class coming in next year and in the following year. We've got, already got Corey Lucius signed, or uh, not signed, but verbal mm. commit. They can't sign yet. My mind is frazzled at, at this during this exam week. I hope your mind's doing all right out there. East Lansing guys aren't studying too hard, but this is the Spartan Sports Wrap. We're on every Monday night, seven to eight p.m. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed that somewhat nice day today. I think temperatures touched fifty today. Yeah, but um, I think they're well beyond that in Dallas, Texas. So hmm. I'll be I'll be I'll be enjoying that. The Rook. You know what? With injury and with absence of of, of Brigitte, why do you laugh, Juan? Comes opportunity and your thoughts on the situation of the playing time between these two guards and how that's going to affect them down the road. Uh, I think it's going to help our younger guys a lot. And when Joseph and Morgan come back, they'll be more fresh. They won't be as tired as they would be working these last four games and then the couple games before. But I think it's really going to take a toll on Neitzel and Walton. And I think Izzo might need to take a loss down here before Big Ten season so we can keep him rested. So do you think Coach is going to really stretch down that bench and say, hey, uh, DeMarcus Ducre, you play three to four minutes a game, I'm going to give you 15. Do you think you think Coach will end up doing something like that? I think he should, but I don't think he will. I uh, just think that he wants to get the win more than he cares. Against, against some par- subpar teams such as Belmont, we got Chicago State coming up on the 16th. Belmont, uh, Wisconsin, Green Bay, and Loyola. I mean, I really think that we can stretch down the bench a little bit without 
really losing that much of a of a win margin of a positive win margin. Sure, I think sure. we can still win by twenty, but we can give guys like Demarcus Ducre, uh, the I M legend. Uh, you know, we can say that he walks in the I M these days like like Jordan or something. <laughs> you know what, Ducre? No, it's all good. Good friend of mine, Demarcus Ducre, former. Uh, former player over at the intramural buildings with us made the team on scholarship. I think that hopefully you'll see him getting some extended minutes more than the three or four he's getting. He is on scholarship. So hopefully he earns that. But we look uh, four games till the big 10 season, but we open up on the road in the big 10 season at Iowa at Indiana. That's going to hurt us. But I think going into, the, we'll, we'll talk about the big 10 in weeks to come, but going, going into the big 10, we could very well be what? Four, 13 and two. 13 and two. Thank you, stat boy. But, but nonetheless, Dion Curry, son of Mike Juan Lass, because he played high school ball with Dion. Dion Curry, son of former Piston Michael Curry, that the Michael Curry who played 13 seasons of ball in the NBA. Uh, six of those were with Detroit. Uh, basically, a role player uh, coming off the bench, uh, minimally scoring about four and a half points a game on uh, his career. But uh, if you're familiar with Detroit basketball, you're familiar with Michael Curry. There you but go. Deion Curry was sitting at the end of the bench in a few of the Spartans' last games. So Deion Curry joins the team. And coaches have even said that Deion Curry could be getting some PT. That's playing time for all those of you who aren't familiar with sports abbreviations. Your thoughts on your boy Deion Curry. I mean, it's interesting. I, I was watching the game. I, I know I watched the BYU game, and I looked towards one of the timeouts. I wasn't sure if that was him or not at the bench, you know, dressed in the, in the warm-ups. I wasn't sure or not. So, you know, it, it's kind of ironic that he would be out there now that he's part of the team by doing the dual football sports since he is a, you know, a wide receiver on scholarship for the football team, for those who don't know. But... I see it as a good thing. Hopefully he could come out. I know he's he's a diehard competitor from playing with the guy. We play AAU together. Oh, absolutely. Co- Coach Izzo echoed that today at his press conference. I want to play this cl- this little clip really quick about what uh, Coach Tom Izzo had to say about the newest member of Michigan State's basketball team. That would be Dion Curry. But, uh, you know, he'll get... He's a great kid, and I know this. He knows the scouting reports better as a non-player because he hasn't played in a game yet than any half our team. He's he's very in tune and he's very intelligent. And uh, you know, I just don't know about the injury. Are you projecting him back this week? Or? Yeah, I'm projecting him to be back at what percent? I don't know, but if you know, if it's a sprain, it's a sprained ankle. It's nothing broke. So if he can walk, he can go. And right now. I love that. If he can walk, he can go, says Coach Izzo. Yeah, Deion Curry suffering from a little little sprained ankle, sprained foot deal there, but he was in a boot, but I saw him today. He was walking around with a regular tennis on, so he, he should look ready to go. But, Juan, you played in high school with Deion Curry on the AAU team, renowned the family, right? Yeah. So, Actually, we was in, we was in eighth, eighth and ninth grade. So obviously young but obviously you were familiar with Dion growing up in high school in the in the Detroit area uh, what kind of player is Dion because if coach Izzo's talking about this guy's going to get minutes um share with uh, the Spartan listeners out there uh what type of player what does Dion Curry bring to the table uh coach Izzo talked about toughness uh but he's smaller uh not in weight or strength but he's he's only 6'1 
Right, but see, that's that's the that's the thing. He is six one, but he plays more like he's six six. He's he's definitely an in your face, strong, sturdy. He's he doesn't get intimidated easily. He he fights to the end. He'll die for loose balls. He'll he'll hustle on the glass. He he really runs the court. So he has a lot of strengths that he brings to the game. He's an excellent defender, excellent elevation. So he will block shots even at six one. You know, I mean, not saying he's going to just be. You know, skyscraper cleaning up everything, but he he's a, he's a sturdy defender, so he definitely help out with perimeter defense. If they want to drop a zone down, he could he has long arms, get some hands up, and then on the offensive end, he can shoot the little mid range jumper from about seventeen in, and he's he's good around the basket. So he finishes strong, somewhat of like a Bonzi Wells type player. So. Here's what Coach Izzo had to say about how this all came about. It kind of came out of the blue. Deion, you just see Deion Curry sitting right. on the bench like, wow, how'd this come about? Was it the bad football season? Did he want to play? Did the coaches want him to come out? Here's what Coach Izzo had to say about the reunion or whatever, you know, the meeting of Deion Curry and the Spartan basketball family. Kind of a mutual decision, or was it his desire to play basketball here, a desire from the coaching staff? Well, I, I saw his dad out in New York, you know, and uh, – and, uh, Michael mentioned to Kevin O'Neill, a friend of mine, um, a little bit about it, and uh, you know that he'd like to be a part of it any way, shape, or form. And so I think I think we had contacted him, or he might have contacted us. I'm not sure my assistants, but it was definitely a mutual thing. And at the time, didn't seem like just kind of a great kid to have around. He was great in the scout team for a couple of days because he competes. He really competes. And then all of a sudden, whammo, we, you know, we lose one. But in the meantime, we had lost him. So uh, I don't know what will happen with him, to be honest with you. It's really hard to project because I haven't really seen him. That was Coach Izzo speaking a little bit on Deion Curry, the newest member of the Michigan State men's basketball team, son of former Piston Michael Curry. That's right, the six-foot-one guard has joined the Spartans. Um, No word if he's on scholarship. I doubt it because he plays football in the fall. Kind of like a uh, little baby Trannon or something, you know, coming out. Uh, brings toughness, brings a defense. Uh, tough kid, strong kid. Obviously, if he played football, I'm sure they had him in the weight room working hard. And he did get some PT. What is he, number 10 mm-hmm. on the football team? Yeah, number 10 on the football team. Deion Curry joins the Spartans. So I'm not too worried about missing Matt Trannon. Hope all's well with Mr. Trannon, though. Hopefully, his injuries are coming along and mending and he's healing and getting ready for those ever important combines if if he's invited to them and hopefully he can ball out as they say and uh, make his way into that NFL draft but as coach talked about there at the end of that clip was the lack of depth that that certainly faces this team now due to injury and uh here's what coach had to say about the lack of depth today at uh at Tom Izzo's press conference this afternoon no I'm not at a crisis point but I mean when you go to bed and you have to think about there's just no subs left and when you have to think about now, you know, telling your guys if there's a breakaway layup, don't follow anybody, uh, don't even go for it, you know, or when you have to talk in those terms, it's kind of a, a sick approach if, you're, if you've been here for a few years. Um, and the foul trouble, you know. Um, but, but if, I mean, it's potentially the best time of year, I guess, uh, as far as at least we have some home games and things like that, but it's not the best time if you look at when we usually get a lot better. So 
I don't know what kind of impact it'll have. It it does it gave Mojo a chance to start a game or two and get better and give uh, give this guy uh, in uh, Zeke a chance to uh, to start four games, three games, and get better and. I definitely agree with Coach Izzo there. I think Coach Izzo's kind of looking more at the optimistic angle of this injury, these two injuries to the Michigan State basketball team. Talking about that, you know, it's going to give Zeke. I, I will not call him Zeke though. <laughs> we'll say we'll say Isaiah Dalman. Okay, Zeke. The long story short, okay, Zeke, number eleven, Detroit Pistons point guard. Isaiah Dalman, number what 20, 22, 22. 22 Michigan State freshman guard. Leagues apart. Come on, let's let's not jump and call this kid Zeke. You know, even though his name is Isaiah, the great name. Uh, Isaiah Dalman's going to get an opportunity, and I think this kid's ready. His, his dad, his grandfather, pardon me, uh, coached the Minneapolis Lakers. Grandfather is a member of the Basketball Hall of Fame. So definitely some basketball in Isaiah Dalman's blood, thanks to his grandpops, who was who is in the Basketball Hall of Fame. So definitely a pedigree of basketball in Dalman's family, and he's going to he's gonna start at that third guard spot. Uh, we're looking at a possible starting lineup of uh, Isaiah Dalman, uh, T. Walton, Drew Neitzel. Uh, we'll go with Big ID, and uh, Goran Sutan. I like Quee still coming off the bench. It provides us a nice spark plug energy. Uh, he's quickly becoming a, a crowd favorite behind number one Brandon Darton. Uh, <laughs> when, that, when Brandon Darton gets in the game, shoot, shoot the ball. Uh, the fans are loving him. But Quise Gray definitely bringing that energy. And Goran Sutan uh, had himself a good game uh, at the Palace there. Had double-digit rebounds. He's averaging eight and six and a half boards on the year. So a, a decent year. But then when you th- when you look at numbers, it's always like you have to subtract at least three or four points and at least one or two rebounds off of those numbers come Big Ten play. Right, when so, the level so, of competition goes up. Yeah, so obviously... The one area that concerns me most is is point production. Do you do you agree? I couldn't echo it more. Scoring points is going to be this team's biggest problem the whole year. The fact that they can defend has been shown, but at the same time, if you're holding the, your opponent to say sixty, sixty one points, but you're having a hard time getting past forty on a given night yourself, it's it's gonna it's gonna make it tough come Big Ten play. So yeah, we're averaging just a hair below seventy points on the season, sixty nine point one to be official. But then we look at a team like Ohio State averaging 85 right. points a game. A team like Wisconsin up there with 76. Albeit our defensive average, we're holding teams to 52.7. But uh, you give us a Big Ten opponent, opponent that average is going to go up, I'd, I'd say, 63. About, about 63. 63, 65. And that would be tremendous defense in the Big Ten, I'd right. say. I'm, notorious for being a defensive conference, but if you're holding – on an average, the conference to below sixty-five points a game. Uh, you're doing your job, right? Right. But so, so you you'd keep Quiz Gray on the bench, huh? Actually, you know what? I would try to get him into the starting lineup to see how it works. If if I don't actually start him, because some players they co- they play better coming off the bench, just like some players play better if they start. It's just a, a mental psyche thing. So. If he just feels more comfortable coming off the bench, I might make him a hot sub, what we call a hot sub, which would be within the first five minutes of the game, he's 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 at the table, he's getting in. So Juan spitting this underground lingo in here is hot sub. I, I thought that's something you, you bought at the local eatery. <laughs> no. Uh, but but nonetheless, sorry if I haven't given out our number lately. It's five one seven four three two thirty eight ninety three. 
Um, can you bring Christmas early and, and someone at least call us so 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 we're not so lonely? <laughs> give us one more gift. Only give, give Kevin something to do behind the glass. There he's sitting in his office chair, spinning in circles, <laughs> waiting for the phone to ring. Five one seven. 432-3893 is the number. You're listening to the Spartan Sports Wrap tonight, folks. We're on every Monday from 7 to 8 p.m. It's Dan and Duan on sports. Basically, sometimes the Rook likes to chime in. And, you know, the the beauty of the studio, Brigitte, she's out. She's taking a final exam tonight. But she'll be back on the regular after the Christmas break, as we will be the week after Christmas back on the air. It may just be me in the studio, but uh, we'll get it done. Um, maybe the Rook will ride his bike up from Indiana or something and, and, come, <laughs> and come seize the opportunity he has. But moving on, well, we've talked enough Michigan State basketball tonight. They take on Chicago State on the 16th, followed by Belmont on the 19th, Wisconsin Green Bay on the 23rd, and Loyola, that's Maryland, on the 30th of December. Uh, they open up the Big Ten January 4th, the day before my birthday. Yes, January 5th is my birthday. I turned 21, so all of you know um, you can – Send presents if you like to uh, G4 Holden Hall. Uh, the impacts. <laughs> no, just kidding. But I, at Iowa and at Indiana, um, that's Michigan State schedule. They could very well go into the Big Ten. Thirteen and two. Thank you, Stat Boy. <laughs> but we, I want to talk to our caller. Wow, Christmas came early for Dan on the sports wrap. Welcome to the show. It's a Spartan sports wrap. Welcome. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm fine. And what would you like to talk about tonight on the Spartan Sports Wrap? No, I just wanted to say that I'm really enjoying the show, and I'm um, always loving what I'm hearing, and I enjoy the show very much. Hey, we we appreciate callers like. And where are you, are you calling from? The East Lansing or Lansing or where where are you calling from tonight? I'm calling from Southfield, Michigan. From Southfield? Oh, wow! From Southfield, Michigan. I know. I have an inkling who this could be. Um, uh, I won't, I won't put any names on the air, you know, I don't want to ex- exploit you like that, but you know, a, a fellow member of, of the church, uh, you know, I'll put it out there like that, um, a fellow Spartan at heart, if I, if I'm not right. Absolutely, you're dead on. And, uh, you, you must be a, uh, a big Dallas Mavericks fan also. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, so how, if you've been following this Michigan State basketball team, how do you, you think they're doing all right minus the, the big three that they lost to the NBA? Yeah, I think that they're doing extremely well considering the losses that they are that they're having. You know, we know that uh they have a history of having those stress fractures, but they always seem to pull through um in the long run. So I think they're gonna be just fine. Hey, Southfield, Michigan, in the house tonight. Uh my co host here, Dewan Simmons. You may know Dewan, he's from the Southfield area. Uh, played a little AU ball down there uh, with with Reese down there, but hey, Celeste, we thank you for the call. No problem. Hey, God bless, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Alrighty. Hey, Southfield, Michigan, in the house, man. We really appreciate that call, a church member, fellow sister in Christ out there in Southfield, Michigan, Celeste. We really appreciate the call, making me feel good on this Monday night that at least somebody, somebody is out there listening. But obviously tonight I won't be getting any sleep as my flight for Dallas, Texas leaves tomorrow morning at 6.30 a.m. from Detroit Metro Airport. Boy, am I got to go home and do laundry and drive all the way back to Clinton Township where my home is. I'm not going to tell you much else before, <laughs> before I start getting up. People start egging my parents' house or, or something crazy. But I want to. I just wanted to end the night. Uh, 
wrapping up some things here tonight. Lansing State Journal, uh, columnist Todd Schultz. Uh, many of you know him as the outspoken. You love him, you hate him. He was on the show a couple weeks ago. Um, you know, famous headlines as Smith is an embarrassment to Michigan State. Right. Uh, th- things like that. You know, he's made his way to ESPN, but Todd Schultz is resigning from the Lansing State Journal. He was just on our show a couple weeks ago. Uh, no hard feelings. Todd Schultz is taking a job at Trinity Church in Lansing as a communications director to spend more time with his family, which um, is a great move for Todd. I think that, you know, props to him. Uh, that's a, a real man right there. Obviously, this business demands your time and uh, a lot of it, uh, many hours a day. Um, up in the morning, press conferences, games go to late at night, and you miss things like kids' soccer games and activities at church, all whatever it may be. But we wish Todd Schultz of the Lansing State Jenner our good buddy, uh, so if you're looking for a job, I'm sure the Lansing State, State Journal, Journal is, is a little light. <laughs> is, uh, is 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 going to be hiring soon. But as the, as the semester winds winds down here, folks, uh, this is a little a, a little thank you period um, for for our voices here. It's been a long semester. I want to thank you, the people here at the Impact, our John Fournier, all our guys, Mr. Reed, Professor Reed, who oversees this, letting me get on the air every Monday night doing my thing. All semester, I really appreciate that. Ian doing the the production for the show, things like that. My man Kevin, behind the glass, yeah, it pumps the fist. And uh, a special thanks to my parents, you know, funding the. Uh, feels like I'm at a award speech. <laughs> uh, my parents helping me out. Uh, you know, tuition is expensive and it seems to just keep going up. And uh, every day, all, all my people, words. all my people down there at Holmes Road Church of Christ, always helping me out, always sending me home from church with cookies and and baskets of food and taking me out to eat. Oh man. You couldn't ask for more. But Juan, uh, this, the mic is yours for, for a minute, Juan, a minute or two here, you know. Do you have anybody you'd like to, to thank during this this holiday season? Uh, you know, people have given a lot to you, obviously, and, uh, you, but you're a special guy, Juan. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, you know, the generals, I just want to thank my mom and my dad and everything they've done for me. All my good friends out there, I got a good set of friends around me right now, so... I, I thank them a lot for everything they've done for me and everything they will do for me. So that's that's about the end of my list. And I'll I'll speak for the rookies. He was going to get on the air and thank me, <laughs> thank me, thank me for giving him for this opportunity. for this opportunity. That was a gift. You know, we're to the giving season or, or whatever you you want to call it, the giving season, <laughs> the holiday season. But uh, whatever you're celebrating out there, whether it's Kwanzaa or Hanukkah or Christmas or. Uh, whoever's birthday you celebrate uh, on the 25th of December, um, you know we we hope you and your family have a safe and happy holidays here from the Impact because we will not be on next week or we're not coming on the air Christmas either. No. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be opening presents under the tree. That's that's where I'm gonna be laying on the couch watching some sports. Hopefully hopefully the NBA's got some action going on. You know Christmas Day Laker, I, I Lakers Lakers Heat or yeah, something. Yeah, I think it's Lakers Heat. Uh, Lakers Day, Lakers so. Heat, but. Uh, we're on every Monday. Uh, the number is 517-432-3893. Uh, website's www.impact89fm. If, if you think we're stretching the show, we really are. Yeah, we really are. Um, Mar- Mar- <laughs> Mar- Mar- Marquise Gray. Marquise Gray was supposed to show up tonight, but he couldn't make it. Uh, he must have had to meet up with a tutor or something. But, you know, that's that's part of the deal. you gotta, you got to fill some time. You don't want to have any dead air. But I, I think we did it. And uh, Jeff Shoup is next door getting ready for the Jazz Spectrum. But, uh for everyone here at the Spartan Sports Wrap tonight, folks, we really appreciate all of you tuning in weekly, you religious listeners out right. there, uh, parents, friends. Uh, we really appreciate it trying to help our show get off the ground and, and be a successful sports show. Things to look forward to second semester. We're going to continue 
to have tremendous guests in studio. Uh, Marquise Gray is on an IOU slip with me now. <laughs> since, since he stood me up, he was supposed to be in here. He was excited to come in. Something must have come up. They had a team meeting at 6, so maybe Coach Is got a little long-winded yeah. uh, tonight. And then, of course, it's final, so it's a lot of stuff going on for a lot of different people. That does take its toll, so that's something in consideration. So no hard feelings out there, Oquisi. We'll be happy to get him in. He's going to definitely be abs- here. So. Absolutely. And uh, you know what? She's probably sitting there upset because I did not mention her name throughout the day. Dan, but, I, was about to, I was about to say. But you know what? Big up, big up to my mom, first of all, my dad, and my beautiful girlfriend in Dallas, Texas, who I get to see in just a matter of days. Tina, can't wait to see you. I'm on the plane tomorrow at 6.30 a.m. We're on the air Monday nights at 7 p.m. This is a Spartan Sports Wrap. Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whatever it may be. Celebrate safe and have some fun with your families. This has been the Spartan Sports Wrap. Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening to the Spartan Sports Wrap on Impact Exposure. Tune in next Monday at 7 p.m. for more commentary on your favorite teams. Thanks for listening to this evening's Exposure, only on 88.9 The Impact.